Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, welcome to the Autocar Podcast, My Week in Cars, with me, Matt Pryor, and as ever, I'm joined by Steve Properly. Hello, Stephen. Hello, mate. How are you? Very well, thank you, Stephen. Now, a bit different this week, isn't it? Because it's early doors in the week. We haven't totally written our columns yet. Or at all. We, or at all, in fact. <laughs> but we do have some, and we've got a bit of holiday we've got to work around, but in the same way that we don't like to not write our columns in any issues of the mag. We don't want to give the opportunity to the competition to be broadcasting podcasts when we're not either. Certainly not. No. So we are here and we're going to talk about things that may be in our respective autocar columns and uh, may not be, but probably will be. Probably will Over be. the next half hour or thereabouts. In, uh, and some other stuff, including your correspondence. Let's talk, uh, let's hear from Nick Tiley in Cambridge. Who writes to say, your slideshow on the Beach Cars feature in the 2nd of August edition uh, was a delightful escape during a week of torrential rain. My first two choices, however, would have been the Mini Moke and the Citroen Mahari. How did you come to overlook such epitomes of beach ideal? Well, I don't know, Nick. I mean, we didn't put that feature together, did we, Steve? But I've got to say, the Moke and the Mahari would be right up there for Still, cars, he's right they? to turn our backs on it, isn't I he? Because, he is. I mean, they're a pair I mean, of great cars. Yeah, but if you asked me to come up with a top ten of those, I reckon I'd stick a top ten of beach cars. They'd be there or thereabouts, wouldn't they? Yeah, think. particularly the Mahari. I don't know about the... The, the Moak had such small wheels, I think it might... Oh, and and not point. much in the way of ground clearance. So mm. I think, unless it was a later one with the 12 inch or whatever, 13-inch wheels, it would... Um, it might find itself beached. But the, yeah. I think the Mahari, with a, those great big 2CV ish wheels yeah be perfect ever drive one yeah any good ah uh, so different <laughs> <laughs> so different from everything else that we we know that yeah that's about it's 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 good because it's in a class of one but it but mm. i mean it had all the stuff it had you know long travel suspension and the old donkey rattling away up the front there yeah. and i love the the fact that it's it, you just sit in this bath made of plastic mm. and uh 
I mean, I'd kill to have one. I'd love to have one. I love the idea of them. I like. Uh, there's a an Ami has been a Citroen Ami, the, uh, the a little electric quadricycle. Yeah. has just been done in a beachy type style, isn't it? No doors, big wheels, something like that. Yeah, it's a bit. It's yeah. They've, they've sort of put stuff on it, which yeah. just makes it heavier. I think. I, yeah. I'm not sure about that one. No, and it needs to be. I mean, if you're going to the beach, unless you're going from very close and by the beach and Ami is probably not for you is it you, you might that was kind of well. hours of journey yeah <laughs> yeah might take a while to get that. 29 miles an hour but anyway yeah thanks for uh, writing and uh, telling us off on that score <laughs> I think you're probably I'd love a moke actually I've got to say oh a moke a moke for roundabout yeah it'd be mm. great fun I, I mean I did go in a number of mokes I, I knew Alex Moulton quite well and he mm. he had mokes uh, you know several of, of several varieties and he was always messing around with the suspension and making them more ride better and do more stuff and it, yeah. uh, it was great great little car especially the original green body I think it was green green or brown green body hmm. 10 inch wheels crude as you like but fantastic fun yeah, cool thing uh, Steve tell me about somebody you have met who owns a significant MGB V8 well this gentleman is a uh, has got the car that that Autocar road tested nearly 50 years ago. It's an MGB V8 GT. Hmm. I've forgotten his surname. That's oh, a uh, John, John Fry. John Fry. That's yeah. right. We met. He wrote to us, hmm. uh, and I met him subsequently at a Gaiden gathering, which was about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, That's at the British at the British Motor, Motor Museum. Museum. And he brought the car. Yeah. And I went for a ride with him, hmm. and it did what MGBs always do, which is show you that they're still entirely practical vehicles. You're quite well packaged, so, yeah. room, you know, plenty of leg space. Um, nice, lazy old engine. Not massively quick, but not slow either. Mm-hmm. Um, it was his pride and joy. I think he'd um, he'd had it apart here and there, but he basically it was, a, it was a nice working vehicle that he uses when he feels like it, and and it's in perfect health. It was, it was, it was nice to meet him, and he... He seemed to me to be the right kind of classic car owner, you know, not yeah. a not a feverish polisher, but a but a bloke that pretty much knew every nut and bolt. Yeah, I like that, and I like I, I like the idea of those a lot. An MGB V8, they're yeah. just a bit like an MX5. They just fulfil a lot of needs, don't they? You know, they're the yeah. right size, they're the right layout, they're good looking. They they can be really and, and nice I mean, to be done in today's inside. terms, narrow. You know, so yeah. so you take a line through every bend because there's space on the road. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, could do with something like that. Um, the perfect car for taking over to our friends at Caffeine and Machine, who have had so far one outlet, but my spies tell me and you they're going to have another. Yeah, I believe so. It's going to be called the Bowl, and it's in Bedfordshire, not far from Millbrook, which okay. which we know pretty well. the the um, The test track that's been that started off being GM, Vauxhall, Lotus, um, anyone you like, really, it seems to have owned it. But it's still mm. functioning very well. It's I think it's its own. Yeah, don't they call it? Uh, oh, I'm gonna have to look it up in a minute. But yes, it's got a uh, UTAC U-ta- something. That's like it. That? That's yeah. it. It's it's um, its own. Its own operational company. Yeah, and now. they also own test tracks elsewhere, don't they? So they've they got do. one up in Argeplog or somewhere up That's in Sweden. It. They've yeah. got another. Yeah, there's another that. There's one. an amazing um, covered one, isn't there? Where they you can go up there, and for half of the year they, you know, the winter is the real winter, and for mm. the other half of the year they can just create the winter. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, how cool is that? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty good. 
Yeah. We need to go up there and have a go, do a few drifts, mate. Yeah, well, I've been to... Ooh, I don't, I don't know if it's there. So I've been to a, a place in Sweden in winter, but not to drive anything, tragically, but that was to look at look at a McLaren maybe 720 or 6-something when they were developing those. It's pretty... I mean, they're extraordinary places. And it just the requirements that you have to clear a windscreen within a certain amount of time of starting the car in minus 30 or whatever. Yeah. And then it's, you know, one, it's cold outside, two, they've got climactic chambers. I reckon one of the better jobs of vehicle development engineers is spending a bit of time on frozen pathways and Definitely. lakes up there. Yeah, yeah. That's all right, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I did go to a hardy plog to that place where, <laughs> that they own with a bunch of people with prototype Bentaygas a few years ago now. <laughs> and we spent... An, a rather possibly longer than we should have done just <laughs> just doing these sort of monster circles you know with the car sideways you know yeah. how you can hold it sideways for minutes it's yeah. absolutely terrific that is cool uh, anyway caffeine and mac is Bedfordshire somewhere yeah don't, you don't know where I'm afraid not where. no um, secret top secret well it'll it'll be it'll be online and I've not looked up the address but it is close to well I've, I've just had a look on their website and they're saying they're not saying where it is yet ah ok so well I don't know we don't know yeah. um, I did talk to, to uh, um, Phil and Dan about it the mm-hmm. blokes that run the place mm. um, and they they it's autumn isn't it they're going to reveal yeah. yeah but it's good to know isn't it yeah they'll be busy boys though though because it's I mean just the one of them is pretty pretty busy isn't mm. it all the time so keeping all the balls in the air will yeah that is going to be starts it's hard work isn't it i mean hospitality is hard work oh, even without indeed. all the other stuff that comes with it i think all the management issues yeah yeah so they've applied for planning permission for to reopen a place in derbyshire as well that right. was the, the next plan was going to be cnm in the north yeah that planning was denied in december 2022 Two, so they're going through another round, and in the interim, they have just reopened that as a, as a pub, as it as a pub doing food yeah. and drink for for the locals. But I mean, it wouldn't stop people from having no, good I mean, stuff on the walls and people no, I mean, in interesting cars people. arriving no, in the car park. It doesn't stop you going, does it? If you want no. to. So, but yeah, that's where the latest on that is. And then there is, but it's I it's I'm I'm pleased. Oh, I'm pleased. Definitely. More more of these places for for car people to get together is just. It's just cool. It is yeah. the answer, isn't it? Yeah. I think destinations are, are vital in our yeah in our in our world. Yeah, and there seem to be more. There do seem to be more of them, which is yeah. good. And people get better at catering for the likes of us, don't they? Yeah. Uh, I, it's a great place to go. Caffeine machine gives you gives you a lift to go there, doesn't it? It does. Feels like home, as it says on the wall somewhere. And it's I don't, I don't go that. And all often, these other mad people with me. mad cars are yeah, great. Exactly. Uh, tell me about in an EV. Should you? Well, you asked me the question. Yeah, this is something I want to know from you. Go because, on. Uh, well, I don't know is the short answer, oh, but we'll damn. come to that. Damn. <laughs> well, maybe someone someone who's listening can tell us. that. I've always wondered, you know, in all the cars on bi- electric cars on bikes that I've been in, mm. whether you should ride or drive it with, with the kind of maximum regen so that you get an instant braking effect as soon as you lift... Or whether at least one of my electric bikes has got this uh, setting called sail, and so when you come off the noise, off the power, mm. it just coasts. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't uh, doesn't break itself at all. And one of our number, or will I drop his name? Yeah, why not? 
Mr. Matthew Saunders reckons that... Protest editor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's supposed to know these things. He should he? know these things. So I'm hanging on his every word. But mm. he says that if you just let it sail, if you just let it not regenerate, that is a more energy efficient than using the braking effect, even though it's the braking effect is re-dumping power back into the battery. Yeah. And I just want somebody to tell me the simple answer. And I've come all this way to your house, Matthew, to thinking... Find out. To, find, to think that I might know. I... I have a feeling that an engineer, but I've, I don't think I've had the conversation with many engineers, but I, I, think he's, I think he's right in that, I mean, it will depend how you drive them. Yeah. But when you, when, it's, when it sails, you're conserving the momentum you want. Yeah. And then when you touch the brakes, it's actually regening for most of the yeah. part anyway. Yeah. So I suspect what we're ultimately talking about is whether you're better at conserving momentum just with the throttle pedal and then if you've got some regen you lift off and, and get some braking or whether you are whether the individual driver is better at driving in a more conventional sense and touching the brake pedal to to slow yeah i had thought that you see that you might um, do the unthinkable and go through the regen part of the of the braking the brake pedal action and get into friction braking which of course is a well, waste of energy yeah 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 i suppose it depends how heavily you yeah it depends your how clog. heavily you brake yeah. you clog i think yeah. but you're a bit you're right yeah if you drive as the average 18 year old does and screams up to a junction and then comes to a halt like that you'll yeah. get through the regen yeah. into the friction brakes which yeah. is bad but yeah i i think I don't know which engineer it was, and I don't remember when it was, because I'm in my mid-40s and I forget that sort of thing. <laughs> but I think an engineer said, yes, we tend to find, I don't think there's a huge amount in it, but right. we tend to find the lower regen modes are more efficient. But in town it might be different again. It might be. But maybe so there, there may be a clever engineer listening to this now who can no enlighten us. No doubt. Yeah, if you can let us know, please do. Autocar at haymarket.com is the address to write to uh, for all of your correspondence. We will be back with a little bit more of that in just a moment. But for now, Steve and I are going to take a short break. What car would you buy if you could buy any car? What car would you buy if you knew you could save thousands? What car would you buy if you could compare the latest offers from approved dealers? What car would you buy if you could do all of this in one place in just a few simple clicks? And where would you go to buy that car? What car? Car buying made easy. Visit whatcar.com to buy your next new car. Hello, welcome back to My Weekend Cars. You can write to us, autocar at haymarket.com. Kate Miles has done that. She says, exactly 50 years ago, in 1973, Autocar road tested the fastest four-door saloon in the world, the £3,672 Jaguar XJ12. Sounds to me like Kate has access to the archives. It does. It does. This beautiful Jag reached a top speed of 146 miles an hour and accelerated from 0 to 100 in exactly 19 seconds. The Autocar road testers of the time were impressed uh, to say the car rockets away from the line. This torrent of power does not begin to tail off until 130 miles an hour. Fast forward 50 years, Autocar has just road tested the fastest four-door of 2023, the Tesla Model S Plaid. Plaid? 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 Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, a projectile that accelerates from 0 to 100 miles an hour in 4.6 seconds. My question is, 
how much faster can road cars accelerate before the mere mortals driving them feel faint or pass out? I think that's a very good question. I do. Because there is a... I can see a threshold, can't you? I mean, it feels pretty queasy if you accelerate one of those on a runway. One of the fast, one of the really fast electric cars. Yeah. And if you stay on it, they really do, I feel, yeah, feel unnervingly unsettling. And you, and you, you sort of, you, vital, your internal bits get displaced, yeah. don't they? It's... I th- and I think we've had another letter this week saying, actually, this is the first time in uh, that reader's memory that a car has accelerated from 0 to 60 in the same time it has taken to break from 60 to 0. Yeah. And that is... That was an interesting... Yeah, I, I saw that yeah. myself. That and that a... is... An, that, I hadn't realised that stat, but yes, that is... Because you can usually brake so much more effectively, your rate of deceleration yeah. is a bigger G than acceleration as a rule. And now it's even. That's unsettling. Something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. boy. But it, it, we are getting into the realm of, of talking about the sort of quality of performance delivery rather than uh, rather than the extent of it, aren't we? Yeah. Because, you know, really, I don't want to go any quicker than I can go now. No, I don't either. Um, thanks for the letter, Kate. Uh, I drove this morning, Steve, a... Smart hashtag one Brabus. Oh right. In yep. fact, I've, I'll come on to another bit about that in a moment. But first of all, um, the the Brabus version. I drive two versions actually: the base version and the Brabus version. These are made in by Gillian Correct. China. Right? Yes, they've yeah. got this. Yes, because it's Smart is now a fifty-fifty joint venture between Mercedes-Benz and Geely. Although Geely is also the largest shareholder of Mercedes. Possibly. It's a big share. Certainly a big share. Yeah. I don't think they'll... Um, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Right. Anyway, so it's, I want to say 7% or something like that. Nice. Anyway, they, they own a chunk of Mercedes. Yeah. Yes, and it's built in China, and it's on the same platform as the Volvo EX... EX30? XE30? Yeah. EX30. EX30, yeah. EX30 is going to be. Um, it's a compact SUV, I suppose. But the Brabus version, Brabus, Brabus, has, I don't know, 422 horsepower, something like that. But it's not doesn't have a chassis to go with it and you just start to think hang on a minute this is and it's wet today and on the roads around I drove it near uh, or near Chobham um, way where some of the roads are a bit choppy and there's some wet roundabouts and as you if you give it half a bootful on the way out of a roundabout the ESE is on your side yeah but it does move around a little bit before that comes in presumably Um, nosedive and squat yeah this is just a you know and this is a a 45 grand compact SUV and that's suddenly going to give people a real shocker because it's yeah. 0 to 60 in three and a half seconds yeah it's going to be and doesn't have the chassis to quite go with it yeah bit, the, of, a, bit of a thing that. I'm surprised there hasn't been some sort of an outcry about it but mm. about the performance level because of, of these cars because I remember in in Australia when I was a boy there was a the big Sunday newspaper um, kerfuffle about you know, V8 saloons in that that people could eventually buy as used cars, and these things had 250, 300 horsepower, yeah. and they were, but they were heavy and big. Mm. Admittedly, they didn't have the electronics either, but there was a right outcry. But and they, I reckon, not 60 for them was probably seven. Yeah, six and, and what was a Vauxhall Lotus? Uh, yes, Vauxhall Lotus Carlton was fives. Something like that, and it had three hundred. Is that three eighty horsepower? Something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, yes, it was late. It was lighter than today's cars and yeah. everything else. But there was a huge outcry that it could do one hundred and seventy. Yeah. Five miles an hour, and now there are. Um, but the way they deploy dozens. it this time, the way they they just kind of explode so off the line. That's well, 
That's yes, I was going to come to. We did this big EV driver's car test last week, didn't we, where yeah. we recorded the pod. And actually the power delivery of some of those cars was quite different, wasn't it? They weren't all really urgent, even though some were quite quick. Yeah. And it was actually the MG4 was maybe the most was that the most urgent of them? Yeah, it was. Well, it was the most powerful one. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a bit of a mad machine. Yeah, for the but moment. it is possible to do to have a powerful car if you stick the smart hashtag hashtag one stupid name uh, <laughs> into eco mode, the the Brabus version into eco mode. It softens the acceleration, doesn't give you it all. It's actually quite, it's actually quite nice to drive, and it's eco mode. Whereas a lot of EVs in eco mode feel really treacly and. Yeah, dismally oh, slow, but this, yeah, is, this, felt, this is suddenly felt good. Yeah, yeah. But this suddenly felt like it had the right amount of both. <laughs> but I liked it. What, uh, what was the bottom line? Did you like? I mean, you oh did... uh, yeah, I think it's a good. It, fundamentally, it's quite good. It's it's quite good. It's quite good value. It's got quite a good range. Um, it's not an SUV. It feels a bit like a. I don't know. You get in and it's got like top hat levels of headroom, but you don't sit very high. So it's not an SUV. Really, it's a slightly curious thing. Um, quite a lot of interior room because the rear seats slide as standard. What's the money? Uh, they start at thirty-five, but you won't buy very many of those. The next one is thirty-eight, which yeah. comes with much yeah. more kit and a heat pump, crucially. And then the Brabus version is forty-five. But I think the the I think it's called Premium, which is the middle middling one, is probably where the value. Lies. This is where they do. But this is a, another example of the cars of doomsayers. Are talking about aren't they they you know that everybody in europe is is selling trying to sell ninety thousand pound evs and the chinese are bringing in cars yeah. that that people can afford and mm. all of a sudden they'll colonize the main the the, the, the a mainstream market yeah yeah china is already the second biggest importer of cars to the uk i believe which wow. is and you know which is not widely known or reported amazing to be yeah. to have an industry that's so well managed and focused. I mean, I suppose you, well, yeah. you know if you can just if you just have a couple of blokes in charge and they make all the decisions. That's <laughs> that, well, that does solve <laughs> solve a lot of those issues, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does indeed. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's what I was going to talk about, which may or may not be in my column on Wednesday, the sixteenth of August, depending on when I write it. I will write it later. So the smart hashtag one will get over the air updates as a lot of cars do. Oh, this is and interesting. Yeah, at the moment. It does not have a heated steering wheel. However, that will come as an over-the-air update later. So the hardware is already in the car. Smart hasn't yet quite decided how it's going to work this out, whether it does it on a subscription model, on a single payment, on a seasonal payment. So you could opt to switch it on in winter. They say it's not going to be an expensive option because that annoys people. And they are aware that BMW has dabbled in offering options where the hardware already exists as a subscription or whatever. The hardware's already in the car. Yeah. You've got the car. It's your car. You've paid for it. Yeah. What's, what's, the, what's the big deal? Why is somebody else deciding whether I can have it or not? It's, it, the hardware's there. I've got it. It's mine. Yeah. Turn it on. Yeah. Is that, am I wrong? <laughs> well, because no, I no. Think the consumer, is... I think the consumer, cost of living crisis, blah, 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 awful you know we're all you know real really feeling it get into the car in the middle of winter and because i didn't pay the subscription somebody's going to say sorry i'm just going to look up mercedes profit 2022 (laughs) somebody's going to say that no actually uh the full financial results of you know this massive 
conglomerate that whose income was twenty point five billion pounds in uh, last year turns around and says, "No, sorry, mate." Sorry, mate, you didn't give us six quid this month. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to have your heated steering wheel. You know what? Take your car and yeah, you know what you're drive it into a river. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, anyway, that's my view on... Well, especially because the, the software... I have a, one of my sons is a software... In fact, both of my sons are software jockeys. And they, they say that, you know, this... It, it doesn't cost anything. Hmm. You, just, uh, you just do it. Sorry, that's earnings before interest and taxes is is twenty billion on a uh, on revenue of one hundred and fifty billion. So, oh my word! So you know what? You can probably afford to give me the Peter's doable, can't you? It does. It, when I've already paid for it, it's already yeah. in the car. And if 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 you know the customer's good feeling is anything is 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 to be valued, yeah, that's a way to 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 uh, to reduce it. Let's say yes. I would, <laughs> yeah, I would think so. I have a problem. I'm not and I'm not singling. Mercedes or Smart or anybody else here, no, no, particularly no. because this is a well Tesla. This do, is do, yes, exactly. Yeah. This is an industry thing, isn't it? You yeah. Know, they think what can we charge for subscriptions? Yeah. No, I think they need to think again. You're right. Yeah. Is that am I? Am I? You think I'm? You're right. Fair? You're is right. Of course you are. Yeah. Bloody right. <laughs> Tell me about um, Max Edelston in. The back of a oh well, well, well Max Edelton is our senior photographer. Senior photographer, just appointed senior photographer. Well, I've just yep. promoted to senior Thoroughly photographer. Good bloke. Quite rightly, yeah. Takes an inordinate number of the photographs that appear in yeah. in uh, Autocar, and we were out and about with this Cupra um, born, weren't we? Mm-hmm. And and uh, it was I was just amused by the contortions he went through to photograph the dashboard because what he wanted to do was bring up all the graphics, all the lit stuff, so it looked nice in the pic. But the way you turn this car on is to sit in it. It's got a, you know, the, your your buttocks are the on-off switch in mm. effect. Um, but as soon as you get out, they go off. So what he had to do was get in there, shut the driver's door, climb over the center console, get out of the passenger's door, and then walk around and shoot the car through the passenger window, which he'd left down. <laughs> and it was just an amusing thing to see. I mean, it. The, the picture looks perfectly good, and, and yeah. you'd never know. But I just took a few phone snaps for a laugh. So I've, uh, you know, I had that Volkswagen Multivan here for a yeah, yeah, here for a, a bit. Yeah, if I wanted to, bit of a favourite, warm it up. Uh, in fact, I recorded a pod in there once and had to cool it down on the battery rather than on the mo- on the engine. So it's not using any, and I can plug it in. So it's not bur- so it's not burning anything outside the house. You know, it's running yeah. on. You know, partly renewable electricity, and if I, but if yes, if I wanted to do that, I would have to do the same. Plug it in, stick my bag on the driver's seat, <laughs> put my foot on the brake, turn it on, and go right. Can you just demist the windows a bit, or can you cool down the cabin a bit while I get in the back and talk, record, do some recording? Otherwise, it turns. Yes, otherwise it just goes. Oh, you're not in the car anymore. I'll be efficient. Turn yeah. off. Yeah. Pretty niche problem to have, isn't it? But but it's, it's amusing uh, though, or yeah. some of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, All yeah. that. Yeah. The, um, how are you with cars that don't have on-off buttons? I, I'm sadly old school. I think I I just like to I just like to feel more in control than yeah. than uh, because I think when you at the moment I find that that I see the convenience of, of of you know turning it on by sitting on the seat, but I just like to know that it's off when I get out. Yeah, me too. The Honda E, which I've been driving, just is good because there's a lot of stuff on the dashboard. It's got a mm. screen that goes right across the car, as you know. Um, and when you get out, 
when you when you open the door, it all stops the wallop. But I I, I would I would rather have an on-off switch. But yeah. that possibly makes me a bit of a um, dinosaur. No, I don't know. I, there's something about there's something about as you say when I if I get in and I engage drive, I'm, that's fine. That's fine by me. But something about turning it off when I get out gives me a sense of reassurance that it's not still sitting there doing. Well, it's Something, not because somehow. because they when you, when they're off, particularly these are in the electronic age. Normally, if everything's off, you know it's probably select. It's it's the, the, the parking brake's gone on and mm. it's in park. Mm. So you feel positive about that. You know you've got out and everything. The car's immobilised. But if you don't quite feel that everything's off, you do wonder whether you've you've made you've cocked it up somehow and it's yeah. going to bolt down the hill or something yeah it's just a slight <laughs> sense of unsettlement about it which i don't yeah. which i don't like you know, we, which gets that. confused with with uh, um you know fob keys that operate things from outside the car too mm. i just like i just like to be very clear that's yeah. all yeah same that wraps us up for episode 49 of my week in cars thank you steve Thank you, mate. Uh, you can find Autocar over at autocar.co.uk. Steve and I will be back this time next week, and you can find the Autocar Archive online. If you search for Autocar Archive online, the top result should be should take you to the Autocar website, which will give you full access um, to the Autocar Archive. 128 years of back issues. Whoa. That's pretty cool, isn't it? It's not bad. But you can well, find, the, but, yeah, I mean, the thing that's fabulous is, that, you know, every time we rattle on, it seems to me now... You, you look up at two or three things on while we're talking. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not quite as adept on it because I'm rubbish with a keyboard, but, but uh, you, you know, you just get it's, straight into it's it. It's as easy to search as Google. That's yeah. the thing. It's got, a, it's got a fantastic search function. You can put stuff into quotes if you want the exact phrase. You can search newest, oldest, or best result. I mean, it's amazing. And you also get subscription to the current magazine with it. Yeah. I mean, what could be better? What could be better? What could be better? I'll, I'll tell you what: the people stop you in the street these days to tell you about all the, about how they they started off, you know, making a two two minute sojourn and <laughs> oh, it's turning. Thing, the... Yeah, I was I was at home, and I, there was a delivery coming the other day, so I was I was still up, and I was thinking, uh, right, I've got to. Do, I've, I mean, I could do some housework, but I could do. I could, you know, I could feel. I could watch watch something. I could, you know, watch a half hour show or something, or. I could. I thought to myself, well, oh, actually, I could just have a quick browse through the arc, you know, as an actual, just leisure activity yep. to add to the all of the other half dozen that I could, you know, I could do any time. And I just thought, oh, yeah, I might just browse through some back issues. How cool is that? <laughs> That's amazing. great. It's brilliant. Anyway, uh, enough of enough enough plugs. You can, um, if you could review. Uh, the pod, I think that's very helpful. If you subscribe to the pod, I think that goes very. I think that goes down very well with the algorithms too. But anyway, meantime, thank you for joining us. See you next week. <laughs>